Good evening and welcome to Health Beat. Tonight we have an interesting program that explores how art therapy can impact health. Once again, welcome to our co-host, Edward Meehan, the Executive Director of the Leonard Parker Pool Institute for Health. Welcome, Edward. Good evening, Greg. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. This is going to be fun tonight because we also welcome Max Weintraub, the President and CEO of the Allentown Art Museum and a graduate of the Pool Fellowship for Health. Good evening. Great to be here. Thank you. You bet. Prior to joining the Allentown Art Museum, Mr. Weintraub was senior curator at the Aspen Art Museum in Colorado. He's also served as director of the art galleries at Indiana University's Heron School of Art and Design, where he curated more than 30 exhibitions. From 2008 to 2016, Max taught modern and contemporary art history at Hunter College in New York and has also worked as the curatorial and educational development of Philadelphia Museum of Art and uh, the Denver Art Museum, Whitney Museum of American Art, and Museum of Modern Art. Max holds a PhD in modern and contemporary art from Bryn Mawr College. That's uh, quite a bit, Max. Uh, We're lucky to have you here in Allentown. We may think of a hobby, an activity, a way to practice and express our creativity, or perhaps even an occupation. From being taught in early childhood education classrooms to Ph.D. programs in modern and contemporary art, there's so much to learn about the arts. But art and health are two topics that are seldom bonded together. Max, art is all around us. Should we look at art as an important social determinant of health? I believe so, and I think it's unquestionably so. Not only can art and art making promote positive mental health outcomes and overall well-being, but art and art museums and arts organizations have a positive impact on educational and economic outcomes in all of its outcomes and possibilities, helps to promote health and well-being and positive outcomes and community. Greg, you know, I, I think we tend to segment so much of our world and so often put things in boxes as if they were distinct and separate. And so this is art, this is health, this is education, this is work. And people don't live their lives that way. I mean, these things are all interrelated and all connected, usually in in the span and, and, the, and the ebb and flow of people's daily lives. And we tend to separate them out as if they were distinct, when in fact, they're mutually supportive of one another and reinforcing. So I, I, I just look at, at art as a, as a means of expression that is sustaining and reinforcing for health and for the community. So Max, let me, let me ask, I wonder if you could just touch on the role that the arts play in sustaining community, sustaining culture, essentially a source of civic muscle. Yeah, I mean, I think historically we look at art as an expression of social, social or cultural conditions. Right? We tell history through art. And so why would it be any less important in the present moment in which we live? And so I think that arts can improve all aspects of our lives. It can represent all aspects of our lives, but it can also play an impact in our day-to-day environments. And so I think, especially in, in 2023, post-COVID, I think the role of arts in our lives whether you have a PhD like me or, you know, dabble in in art on the side or just like to drop into a museum and everything else in between, 
think the arts enhance our lives in ways that we don't even realize, uh, the visual arts, the, the musical arts. And I think it deeply is interwoven, as you're suggesting, into the very fabric of our existence in all aspects. And, and yet we often take it for granted. We often don't fully appreciate the role that it, it plays in our lives and also the, the way it might positively impact outcomes in our lives. I often on the show talk about Peter Block and refer to his work. And one of the things that Peter Block says in terms of building community is, what is the story that this community tells itself? And for me, I think part of how a community tells its story to itself is by its expression of art. Absolutely. I think that the, the Allentown Art Museum, where I'm privileged to, to work, was founded during the Great Depression. And it was founded by civic-minded leaders that believed that it was important to ensure and protect our cultural and artistic heritage, and also to ensure access to that heritage. And, you know, fast forward, we're going into our 90th anniversary year in 2024. I think that that's more true than ever today, that that's an important part of community and we're doing everything that we can to make sure that everyone in our community feels welcome there, but can also access their artistic and cultural heritage. Max, when you talk about art, is everybody an artist or can everybody appreciate it? Take me to the first time a uh, person who's trying to learn about art. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that attracted me to the Allentown Art Museum is that it has a permanent collection. And, you know, not all art museums have permanent collections. But why that's important for me personally is because I grew up in New York City. People make enduring connections to permanent collections that last their lifetime. And, you know, there are objects there that they, they see again and again or they remember seeing as a child. And there's some in the Allentown Art Museum where I've, I've met you know, fully grown adults that remember seeing particular works in our collection from when they were a child. And, you know, all of that is important. And the reason why that's important is because you don't have to, to know a ton about art or art history to enjoy it, right? To make meaningful connections, to have a, a, a transcendent experience and a transformative experience with art. All you have to do is come in and be curious and stand before works of art or, or be making art and just be expressive and, and be yourself and look for connections to your own life. And that's, you know, a really important thing that we're trying to do at the museum is to make sure that everyone who walks through our front door can find a way to connect and look at different objects and have different art making experience that are meaningful to them. We're not trying to dictate what someone might learn. And that's really the key to accessing the arts whether it's art making or enjoying art that might be uh, housed in a museum, it's to find those meaningful connections to your own life. Max, I think part of the conversation about art is that for some people it's intimidating. And yet what you just described is that the arts is something you feel. Doesn't, you don't necessarily have to know the background of the artist or the context or anything of the sort to say, this makes me feel happy, this makes me feel sad, this makes me angry. And if you're curious, then you follow up on that feeling and say, what was going on in this person's life that 
prompted them to create this piece that I'm looking at right now, or I'm hearing right now, that gives me this feeling that I have. Yeah, I think people get intimidated by art, but really, you know, art is just like anything else in our lives, right? And it's perhaps like, you know, your phone, where at first it feels overwhelming when you get a new phone with all the apps and different technologies involved, but then it becomes second nature. And arts, you know, you don't have to know anything about art to enjoy it and get something out of it. Like anything, if you're curious and you want to follow up, we offer, museums always offer different layers of information and different layers of experience that people can access. But at the end of the day, the individual can really shape that experience and, and figure out how much they, they want to learn or explore. You don't have to read the label next to the work of art. You could just look at the work of art. But if you want to learn a little more, you could look at the label or you can ask someone or come to a tour. So there's there's always different layers of learning and experience. And part of our job is to make sure that people just feel welcome to experience and explore on their own terms and in their own way. Not everyone learns the same way. Not everyone experiences things the same way. And we're trying to be as accessible to everyone in our community by making sure that they can come in and take away whatever they want to take away from that experience. Max, a question I have for you is, think about the social determinants of health. Think about a person who may be, say, 60 years old, who may have been to the museum and viewed a piece of art as a teenager. And then look at that person viewing the same piece of art as a 60-year-old person. What type of psychological interaction might this have with their social determinant of health? Reflective, proactive, what what might be happening there? Yeah, I mean, I've met adults who come into the museum and haven't been back since they were in fourth grade when they came in as a student of the Allentown School District and had a, an art experience and an art making experience. And there's some really memorable works if you, if you walk through the museum and, and imagine what a fourth grader, for example, might like in that museum. There's a couple obvious answers, you know, one with a lot of animals and, and a lot of action going on. And they come back often with their own children. And I've had these conversations where they're talking about how, first of all, just how great it is that they can come back to that same place with their family and have uh, that shared experience. And that, you know, in and of itself, it sounds so simple, but that sense of family and community that we can foster is important in its own right. But, you know, we're always there for everyone in this community, no matter where they are in their lives. And I think one of the beautiful things about art is that every, it's sort of like a song. Every time you look at it, you can see different things. It can mean different things to you and for you, depending on where you are, whether you come in that day in a certain, with a certain mindset or in a certain mood. Art is always malleable to our own experiences. And I think that's, that alone makes it really important to meet people, not only where they live and work, but sort of how they live and work. And the fact that art can always be there to, to comfort, to inspire, to challenge, it really shapes itself towards what the individual might be seeking, whether, whether he or she even knows it when they, when they walk in. And so it can really 
play a role in having a, a, a wonderful experience and, and a healthy experience as you come into the our museum. Gentlemen, for both of you, we know that through recent studies that engagement in the arts can mitigate the social determinants of health. I throw it out to both of you. How does this work? I know it's good, but how? tell us why it's good. I think we've touched on several things, Greg, just in the course of this conversation. One is when we talk about a fourth grader experiencing art, it's stimulating. Young people's brains are very open to learning and to maturing in cognitive development. And the more exposure they have to more things, especially things that are positive and uplifting, the more that child is able to develop and grow emotionally as well as cognitively. So that's really important just for kids. But it's not just for kids. I mean, I, as you two were describing, you know, the fourth grader and then coming back as an older person, I've had that experience myself so many times to think, wow, what an amazing piece of art. The, the, the piece of art hasn't changed. I'm, I've changed. And yet it spoke to me in two different ways at two different times in my life. And who were you with when you, when you had that experience? How did, it, it triggers all kinds of memories and feelings, hopefully for the positive, hopefully for the reinforcing good. So another way that that happens, you know, I can't, I, 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 I'm guilty of not doing it as much as I say that I, I would, but my office is a, a five minute walk from the art museum. When I'm feeling a little stressed in the middle of the day, why wouldn't I go take a walk to the museum and just let it soak a little bit and let me have a chance to think about something different and, oh, by the way, get a few steps in in the meanwhile. So I think there's a number of ways that, that it impacts individual health from a mental and behavioral health standpoint, from an early childhood cognitive development standpoint. And then less, we've talked about it a little bit less right now, but a reinforcing statement for communities. Not only do I feel it, but others feel it as well. And it's a unifying, galvanizing kind of thing to experience. And if it reinforces a piece of history in your collective community life, fantastic. If it's a challenge to the community, fantastic, whatever it might be, that not only prompts individual feeling, emotion, and inquiry, but also can be connected with others as well. And perhaps it can relieve some work-related stress. Yeah, I believe, as I said, I'm, I need to do it more than I talk about it. <laughs> right. Do you have a car that you're trading in? How about an old truck or boat that's taking up space? Let WDIY help you get rid of unwanted vehicles and turn them into financial support for the station. It's a simple and easy process. We handle all the towing, title, and transfer, and it may be tax deductible. Turn your vehicle into the programs you love. To learn more, visit WDIY.org or call 610-694-8100, extension 4. Hey, Max, when a uh, new patron comes in, or I should say when a new visitor comes in and they want to understand art and they look at a piece, what might you tell them to understand the piece? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to see? I want them to see their own experiences reflected in what they're looking at. Right. I mean, I, I believe as a as a curator and as a president of a museum that what work we hang on our walls and display on our pedestals is an indication of who we imagine our audience to be. And I want people to be able to walk in and see their stories or make connections, as I was saying earlier, to their lives. And that's in large part because I think art can be transformative 
But in order to be transformative, it first has to be meaningful and relatable to, to each individual's lives. And how art can do that, I mean, Ed was just talking about the, on, on a broader level, you know, just offering a place to gather for community, for togetherness. I mean, coming out of COVID, the Allentown Art Museum opened in, reopened after the initial shutdown in August of 2020. That was, I wasn't even here yet. But anecdotally, we heard, so that was pretty early in, in, in everything. And we were a, a safe space. We were a haven, a sanctuary. I mean, museums have always sort of traditionally been thought of as these sort of sanctuaries. But that also took, took on elitist overtones and became a little exclusive and exclusionary. I think in, you know, what, what COVID revealed was that those types of spaces are so vital to the health and well-being of our community as places to come and gather and to, to look and to think and to be expressive and curious individually or together. And so I think, you know, when we're, when we're talking about overall environments that promote mental health and cognitive development and well-being, there's also specific environments. And I think the cultural assets of our community are front and center among those environments that can really be spaces for, for healing or therapeutic engagement with, with the arts, but also with each other. And, you know, we have a whole program that's dedicated to helping people have positive experiences and outcomes, not only through art, but, but with each other and with, with groups and with their families or with strangers. And so that's what I think museums, you know, that's a, that's a core responsibility of a museum. We just get there through the visual arts. Of course, Ed, this really dovetails into something you've been working on your whole life, the social determinants of health. Absolutely. And, and I just have to say, you know, what Max is talking about, that the arts are very important to the entire Lehigh Valley. And we have many fine arts organizations. The Art Museum, Allentown Art Museum, is just a, a gem. It's just fantastic. And I was thinking, as Max was just describing the role of the Art Museum, that if you go back 20 or 30 years ago in Allentown, we know from some Brookings studies and we know from some economic development work that the main reason why folks who were not residents of the city of Allentown came from the suburban townships and school districts to Allentown was to engage in the arts. And so at a time when when downtown Allentown was a little bit on its heels, the arts served as a placeholder and an anchor in ways that I think have not really been properly recognized. And now with the renaissance of downtown Allentown, I think the Art Museum is positioned again to continuously be not any longer a placeholder, but a very vital component of the entire community in its renaissance and its work and, and in the revitalization of downtown, not just from an economic development standpoint, but from a cultural standpoint. So what does that mean for social determinants of health? Everything. We have mm -hmm. a place to gather. We have a place to reflect. We have a resource to be able to share, for people to tell their stories, to celebrate, to be stimulated, to be encouraged. And we know these things emotionally impact people in, and can prompt people to take individual actions in their lives that would, might be for their own benefit or for the benefit of their families. 
So I think there, again, as I said earlier in this conversation, we tend to segment these things out like the arts separate from health when in fact they go hand in hand. If I'm feeling a little down in the dumps, I, you know, we were talking about, you know, what's your algorithm, you know, and I was saying I kind of like to listen to DIY once in a while because then I, I listen to something that's not my algorithm. But what what can you gain from saying I would really like to hear this piece of music right now? I just listened to Copeland on the way in on DIY till earlier today, and I'm struck with the fact that that sparks a ton of feelings for me. Yeah, in so many different ways. And I didn't even hear the whole piece. It was just a snippet. But the snippet is enough to trigger a lot of thoughts in my life, a lot of reflection in my life. So I think the, the arts and health go hand in hand, certainly for me, I think for all of us, if we take a minute to think about it. Max, under your leadership, the art museum has become far more accessible. Can you tell us about this? Yeah, I mean, to Ed's point about the Lehigh Valley and the, the history of this area, you know, we are located in a historically underserved community. And I think one of the, the most important things that we can do is to reduce disparities and improve access for all. You know, how, how does an art museum do that? Well, first and foremost, we are now admission free in perpetuity. So we have permanently eliminated the financial barrier to entry to the museum, which to my mind is, is helping to eliminate the financial barrier to cultural participation, right? Because we have not only, you know, an art collection, but we also have art making activities and family oriented activities and educational opportunities. And so to be able to access all of that, to be able to offer that to all members of our community is an incredible achievement by my team, but also I think it's just the first step in trying to continue to make improvements in our model so that we can continue to improve the conditions of people's lives who live and work around us and beside us. And that's, that's one of the most important things we can do. And of course, we're doing, trying to do that through our core competencies of, of art and art education and arts therapy. But that that's still a, a, an incredibly important, to my mind, an incredibly important contribution to what Pool Institute for Health is working on and that what all of our partners are working on to better this community, to better all of our lives. Max, we only have a few minutes left. Can you tell us about your current or upcoming program? Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of things that we're working on so that everyone can feel included. I think one of the most exciting ones is this partnership that we just did with Lehigh University students called Open Doors to the Arts, which focuses on neurodiverse populations and providing access to the arts. They did a immersive 3D mapping of, of the Allentown Art Museum. And they've done this with some of the other cultural assets in the Lehigh Valley, so that people who might not otherwise be able to physically attend the museum can have their own arts experience from, from their own home. We also have a new partnership with Valley Health Partners that's creating therapeutic art making for families in the museum. And so, you know, we have field trip Fridays now. A lot of people are now homeschooled or cyber schooled, especially in the wake of, of COVID. And yet they still 
benefit from in-person art and art making experiences. And so Field Trip Fridays caters to those members of our community who can come into the museum once a month if they're homeschooled or cyber schooled and have those communal experiences and benefit from those art making and social experiences. And, you know, things just like paid internships. We pay all of our interns now, which is something that we weren't doing before COVID, in order to positively impact those emerging art professionals in our community so that we can be an educational and even an economic driver for this community. So all of our programming is funneling towards trying to be as inclusive as possible, as accessible as possible, and working in our own lane of arts and arts making to reduce disparities and open up opportunities. What's your website address, Max? Allentownartmuseum.org. Ed, you brought us an interesting one this week. They're, they're all always interesting, Greg, but this one was a great conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. Thank you very much, Ed and Max. Thank you for everything you're doing at the Allentown Art Museum. You've been listening to HealthBeat on WDIY 88.1 FM. If you'd like to listen to this program again, please go to WDIY.org, any podcast platform, or you can also listen via the WDIY app. I'm your host, Greg Caponia. Have a great evening. If you enjoyed this program, please go to the WDIY website or app to share or become a WDIY member.